Welcome in everybody. First sort of live Facebook feed for the Sport Codex show. Oh, Jarkel's on. Here we go, Jarkel. Yeah. Just, just everyone take else holding comments for about twenty yeah. minutes. Take it easy in the comments, bro. <laughs> we'll get to your questions. Very DMs are closed. <laughs> ah, thanks for watching, guys. Um, welcome, uh, JT Paris. How are you, how are you lads? Good, good, very well. Um, I caught up with you. When did I catch up with you, Paris? Not too long ago. Three or four. Was it? Might have been Sunday night. So yeah, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. Yeah. So JT, man, how? <laughs> well, actually, I just <laughs> realised you address the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get it off your chest, mate. Get it off um, your chest, Celtics. Well, get into the mailbag. I said to a couple of people that I speak closely with around the NBA and. I said the Celtics were done to them after game two. Um, after game six, I was a little bit excited, like maybe there's a possibility here. But by the end of that first half, I just knew that that was the reality of it all. Um, just outcoached, outmaneuvered, um, and it was basically just really watching the same car crashes from games one through three in game seven obviously the Tatum injury uh, did not help and obviously an all or nothing situation you want to try and get him to push through which he tried to do uh, but I think I said right at the start of the season that I wasn't a massive fan of this perceived depth that Boston had on paper and it was very much exposed um, particularly in this finals where there wasn't really anyone to come in and to do something. Um, but also, whilst I'm not a big Bam Adebayo fan, uh, just lacking that interior presence or having someone that has the capability of doing so really stymied what the Celtics could have done and had done all season. You know, they weren't going inside, kicking out, you know, playing inside out. Um, I was a little bit disappointed, obviously, in the result, but I wasn't mad at the same time um, because writing was on the wall by game three. Um, and, yeah, I'm kind of hoping that that Butler goes all the way and gets the chip. Man, what a run for him it will be. Man, like... one thing that Actually, one thing that really did fuck me off, and it wasn't Celtics-related, why the fuck did Caleb Martin not get Eastern Conference MVP? I wasn't too fussed about it, though. I wasn't too fussed. It just, for me, it highlighted that these awards are just popularity jerk circles when yeah. Caleb Martin was the most consistent player through that series for them. And, yeah, you know, let's give it to Hemi, Hemi Buckets. Yeah, but the, yeah. the dumb thing with that is Reggie Miller was going, he's bigging up in Caleb Martin nonstop, saying he was the thing, the whole thing, holding it all together and winning all the games. And then he voted for, for Jim, Jimmy Butler. And it was yeah. a five, and it was a five four split. It was, it was, <laughs> it, it's funny though. I mean, Reggie just loves to spin and likes to stir people up. But yeah, I support the current thing, but I'll yeah. do something different. Well, I mean, it, it's very um, in vogue for NBA followers of like, you know, what's the coolest thing at the moment? Oh, it's that. Yeah, yeah. you check out the Caleb Martin yeah. face, Facebook um, frame on his just, thing, and then vote for Butler. Yeah. It's, NBA hipster awards. 
It's like you know, I invited Ricardi, Martin. Um, I saw, saw that there was an eBay listing well, and someone sold, sold it. That was hilarious. <laughs> Listed it as Caleb Martin, but it was a Cody Martin card, and he got 2K for it, isn't it? Uh, entrepreneur. Mm. How's it going, Matt? Um, pick with that, that, um, the, the Celtics Miami series, it was. I think it could have even still gone anyway, but when Tatum rolled his ankle in that like first play, and it was just pretty obvious that it was wasn't going to be good, and it was all going to be on Jalen, and they just forced him to his left nonstop, and he just basically. You know. I'm su- I'm surprised in two ways that the Heat didn't actually attack him more. Mm. Um, they obviously tried to get him in a lot of pick and rolls to get the switch, um, but even having the smaller players like Gabe Vincent who largely played well through all these playoffs of just not trying to make him work a bit more but I had a chat with Mike and he said that you know whilst they didn't find the balance on doing that why go away from what's working which at the time I was like well yes but surely you have to abuse it at some point and then make them think that's that's all they're going to do and then flip it up again but you know it's just, it still stuns me that Spo has not won coach of the year. Yeah, that's weird. Eh? He just, I think because the regular seasons, he just, I mean, it was only the year before where he got the number one seed. But one, it's like the Jokic thing, right? Getting two MVPs in. Uh, we're a bit tired of him now, so we're not really going to begin. So it's sort of the same thing with Spo because he's that good every year. Well, I think, yeah. isn't um, all the assistant coaches left at Boston are going to Houston anyway, right? They're all rumored to just go and be with. Udoka. That's the latest thing today, I think I read. All the uh, assistant coaches, I haven't mm. seen that. I think there's going to be three openings for next well, look looking like there'll be three opening positions for next year for him. But I mean the thing is with Missouri, he kind of inherited that group anyway. So but a youngest coach, I mean, I don't know. Oh, they're gonna to have to put a lot of brains around him, I guess, from a you know, veteran point of view for coaching and then see what he can do. Yeah, it'll be a wait and see with Missoula to see what, what they do with him. It'll be pretty interesting. I mean, he was thrown in there. I mean, it's a good, great squad, but he was thrown in there last minute. So I think they all loved Udoka, right? Yeah, they did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was, I mean, I think that, that was the big reason why Damon went there because they played together in Portland. And I think he's just a great, he was a good locker guy, locker room guy. And he didn't play heaps and heaps, but he was a glue guy for the team. As, as a unit, you know, and yeah. I think that's the same thing he brought to Boston. And when that all went really pear shaped and it was no one really knew what was going on, next thing gone. And, you know, the report's saying the players don't know anything more than what's been put out in the media. And they're all kind of like, what the hell? Um, you know, imagine believing that. Well, you know, it, well, well, I guess they'll believe anything if they can use it as an excuse, right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, the reason why we lost so embarrassingly was due to this other thing. Of course, it was. It's a philandering. Going, going back to the Celtics fandom, JT, was it worse? Would you have preferred to get swept or would you have preferred to go out the way it ended up in game seven? Um, in my moment of rage, I kind of wanted to sweep sort of by game <laughs> three. end it. Yeah. yeah. As you could tell, I was not very present on social media from the start of the series. <laughs> just, every time I started saying things or talking about things, they generally go the opposite direction. Um, uh, but, you know, I'd rather end the way that it did. And 
you know, I started to get the shits in in game six with fifty three seconds to go and blam <laughs> uh, bam blocked Tatum's shot. I just had shades of the bubble, um, but fortunately, uh, the highest hairline in the NBA, Derek White, bailed us out. Yeah, um, boxed out, snuck mm. in there. I mean that that play is the classic example of when you're not defending the inbound on a side out of bounds, which is fine, but the moment you turn your back is done. It is that defensive awareness, I guess, the pressure cooker situation, but you train for those type of things, and, and that's what led to that. Um, but yeah, side out of bounds, the last play of the game, you know, you're trying to double one guy off the ball whilst keeping tabs on the inbound, and if they don't make the rotation like what happened, that's the end result, but Bit of ball watching too, eh? You know, but... yeah. Max Struess got caught sleeping and got away with it. But yep. here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Finally got ended by that Jimmy. Um, yeah, in that game seven. Um, right. Should we get into some questions? Yeah, man. Um, Stephen's just commenting there about the finals this year. Jokic deserves. Yeah, so does Butler. Yeah, they they've both had awesome playoffs. Um, can't wait to see Jimmy tomorrow. Always fighting, never gives up. Yeah, he's got that fire in him. I think it's better than pure school over time. Yeah, the they've they've definitely got the fire in them for the Miami Heat. It's a you got to have guts and come playoff time, man. And um, it can definitely make up for a bit of lack of skill, as you see in all these. Role players for the Miami Heat, you're just knowing their job and playing, playing fucking hard. So I get that. I think, but if you get the combo, which I think the Nuggets are, they play hard and have the skill. Like mm. they also that, have a lot of depth, basically one through ten, and they're all very interchangeable, and that's what yeah, makes them depth. very, very dangerous. Um, even though he's copped a flogging the last couple of years of Michael Porter Jr. He stepped uh, up, man. This playoffs, he's been good. He has it largely through most of the season. He's been a lot more consistent um, defensively. He's actually improved slightly, uh, which obviously has been to the benefit of the Nuggets. But the signing of your boy Bruce Brown yeah, was a good. big one. And as Michael predicted, the Jamal Murray comeback in the playoff start in the first round, and it's continuing. So, yeah, I think your Nuggets... It's it's the Nuggets finals to lose, put it that way. No, definitely the fact for sure. Uh, right, let's crack into some questions. Jarkel, this start, mate. Are you doing a show? You gotta come on Sport Codex and do a show. Caleb Martin wins finals MVP. <laughs> Set it there. <laughs> yeah, lead by example. <laughs> and challenge Aiden too, because a- Aiden is the fastest scholar in the land. What if, if it's bleach? Can... Yeah, he said ble- he'd probably still scull it faster than you if you had there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, challenge him too because I would I'll even put up a prize if someone can beat Aiden. He he's that good. Is he just is he like a pelican oh, he, just opens the gullet and yeah. down it goes? Yeah. I was he did a swap a crate bottle in like five seconds. Jesus. Aiden uh, when he jumped Oh yeah, nice. Well done, Jackie. Yeah, it's Confirmed, Aiden. It's locked in now. It's on. <laughs> All right, Jarkel, your first question. If the Heat don't get the same contribution from Caleb Martin and Duncan Robinson, 
do you guys really think the Heat have any shot in there? So Caleb Martin and Duncan Rob Paris, I'll go to you. Um, if these guys don't step up like the Boston series, mm. do they have a shot? I don't think so because they wouldn't have got through Boston if they didn't. If those guys weren't there, weren't firing as well. So, I mean, I th- when you're talking about the finals, I mean, everyone needs to be at their best anyway. So, I don't know. I mean, they've got momentum. That's one thing, right? If, but they have played a really tough series. Um, but I, I would say, I think isn't Tyler Hero trying to get back as well? Yeah, game three, I think I heard. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, put my hat on that being a thing or being a you know knight in shining armor sort of rolling and save them type thing i mean i think they're going to need to get lucky in some ways with a lot of it and you know they're going to need a lot of early fouls on joker or something that can just take you know bring it down a little bit on the balance side because i mean on paper it's a bit of a wash to be honest but you know maybe you say the same thing in boston if that's serious so it's it's kind of hard to predict but i mean the overwhelming favorites favorites have to be Denver, but if those guys continue the momentum and Jimmy can get them firing and focused and you know all acting like the Jordan Sun, maybe they can do it. Mm. Mm. I mean, I think it's going to be. It, it could be it could be really close, or it could be an absolute wash. <laughs> you know, it's I wouldn't be surprised by either, to be honest. So many possibilities. JT, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robbins, same impact. How how do the Heat go if they have the same impact? As a last series, definitely a legit chance to go seven. Um, but you know, rotation might even get even smaller than it already is with Miami. Um, and touching on the Tyler Hero thing, you know, would you have believed me or anyone that would have said it back before he got injured that the heat would actually be better without him? And he's actually like a, a black hole on the offensive end. Oh, like on the offensive end. Yeah, that is terrible. Average, average defender, maybe even slightly below NBA average. Sure, he can score the basketball, but the Heat weirdly got better without it, like an addition by subtraction. That his injury sort of, I guess, galvanized the team in a way. But I think going back to your original question, I think yeah, they could go push seven, um, especially if. Martin continues, but Duncan Robertson, maybe if he has some kind of plastic surgery, pushes eyes a little bit further apart, ball might start going in a little bit more. But if he starts knocking down one or two more threes a game, as well as sort of doing some of the playmaking and driving that he's been doing, then they could probably even win it. Um, but ultimately, I think just Nuggets have too much... Uh, too much firepower on both the obvious and defensive end, but Heat don't give up. It's a special culture there, and they bring in guys that can only fit into that, and and their success shows why. I reckon if they get the same contribution, it was a damn good contribution of both those guys. I definitely another shot. Like I sort of agree with you, JT. Like could go seven, because I think Bam can step up. Why? He obviously oh, that's debatable. Has, I think again, offensively, he's been up and down a lot this playoffs. Like he's had more some down, good games, yeah, more down than up. But defensively, yeah, I agree yeah. that, yeah. So basically, he's got he can improve, right? So if you get the same production from Caleb Martin, 
and Duncan Robinson and Jimmy going off. And then Bam also steps up. And it's going to be damn. It's going to be so hard, this Jokic matchup. They're in with a shot. They're definitely in with a shot. But if Caleb Martin and Duncan Robinson both like considerably underperform from where they are this series, I don't think they've got any shot at all. They they need production from those role players. Problem with Bam, there's a number of things wrong. His shaky handle, he can't create for himself. He pisses his knickers the moment the defender is taller than him or a little bit rangier. He's he's yeah, very limited this. to what he can do. Like, yeah, he's he's a bit flaky. It's just people don't say it enough or want to see it enough. Um, yeah, he aggression, has a, good games. a bit more aggression. Would you... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he's fortunately a Jokic is a bit slower, but he's exceptionally smarter like, from a basketball standpoint. Defensively, I imagine they're probably going to put probably Porter, a, a rotation of Porter Jr., Jeff Green, maybe even, well, I imagine Bruce Brown would be on Jimmy. Um, but yeah, they're just going to throw a number of bodies at Bam and sort of see what sticks. Cause he can get flustered quite easily when things aren't going his way. So, yeah. All right, we'll get on to the next question Jacquel if you swap Jamal Murray with Tyler Hero so Jamal Murray on the eight interesting um would this series be more even or just as lops nah man if you got Jamal Murray on the oh, I'll answer that first. if you got Jamal Murray on the heat with Jimmy man it's that that evens it up quite a lot in my opinion um yeah yeah like Jamal Murray has his Tandem of Jokic is just being awesome to watch. I still think the Nuggets would have a shot without him, to be honest, with how how deep their squad is. But man, he he's been awesome, Jamal Murray. If you put him on the Heat squad, man, yeah, they're that that awesome. So I think that evens it right up just with mm. that swap there. Yeah, what do you guys reckon on that one? Swap Hero and Murray. What like injured Hero? Well, I mean, it's nothing but a win for. Yeah, yeah, say if Hero's healthy and coming back. Well, I mean, Hero's, you know, largely was a super six man for them sort of role anyway, but and and starting sometimes. But I mean, it's a different kettle of fish with Jamal Murray. I mean, you know, I think that it's the extra speed in in the backcourt for them would be, um, you know, create even more chaos for who they're playing. Yeah, alongside Jimmy Butler, too, that'd be a pretty awesome backcourt. I think it's certainly even a up a little bit. Um would still get murdered in the depth though, I think. That's where it's gonna get yeah. really they'll get really exposed. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Pat Riley coached or uh teams or ones that he's managed, you know, don't be surprised if only six players play all forty eight minutes for every finals game. Maybe the exception with Hayward Highsmith coming in causing havoc for two minutes. Um it depends maybe how much they're going to use Kevin Love because yeah. it sort of helps space it out for Bam, which actually is what they need. Um, they can't just get into that that grind of having collapsing defense the whole time. Um, so obviously, unless Caleb Martin's playing out of his mind, uh, Robinson's hitting threes, Lowry's hitting threes. There's a lot of hinges on what they can get out of these guys who've played very little minutes, either through injury or just they don't necessarily trust them in that moment um i know i think it, i wouldn't be surprised if the heat 
split the first two games as a start. Yeah, if they can pick one up in Denver, man, it'll be it's game on. If they can pick one up in Denver, coming off this, you know, the Nuggets are fully rested up. He'd have to travel again. They got to play in altitude. There's a lot of things going against them, but that's what they love. Yeah. They buy that man Jimmy Butler. That's what they love. They like backs against the wall. That's the shit they strive on. So, yeah, it's um, if they can pull one out early in Denver, that's that's series on. I just think um, Denver's got well. I mean, they've got a lot of options whether they play outside in or inside out. Miami doesn't really. I think they you know they've like they've got a slashing sort of component to it, but. You know, it, it all depends on how they're going to play Jokic, I guess. You know, and how Denver uses him. If they use him as a, a distributor, and you know, and they he's probably going to destroy them from the inside. You know, he'll just work it out. He'll yeah. he'll he'll start being the playmaker. He'll start. He'll read it that. and just do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's not really working as much, he'll just start scoring. <laughs> this is basically the two things he does, and no yeah. one can stop either. Well, they can limit it, but. That's about mm-hmm. it. It's really that Miami front court, eh? like the depth there, how they use love. They're going to need him at some stage. Maybe they are. They're going to need his fouls, if nothing else. Yeah, say. maybe. I mean, I, I talked about this earlier in the podcast and stuff. Like, if you try and limit Jokic, you just got, actually got to beat him up a bit. You got to beat him up. And because if you give him free reign, and that's where Bam is such a key to the series, and you got to be really physical with him. You hmm. just have to be, and like I'd be throwing Zeller out there just to hack the shit out of him. And then once Jokic is resting for, it's not going to be long. I'd probably use Kevin Love then. Um, with that, they'll probably go Aaron Gordon as this sort of small ball five on the Nuggets side. I'd say. Um, so yeah, they uh, and Spolstra will have something up his sleeve with that with his big man rotation. But they've got to they've got to work something with those bigs. Well, it's kind of nice not knowing as as well, you know. I mean, I think you can hypothesize a lot of it, but I mean, you know, I don't think anyone necessarily picked that last series going the way it did either, you know. So there's, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm I'm happy to be surprised, you know, either way. I just want good games, to be honest. So, you know, if it's um, a split with the first two, it would be, make it pretty interesting. Because, um, I mean, all, all Miami needs is a sniff, you know, of... Mm. I don't, you know, they're probably the team for, um, you know, rallying around an in-game vibe type thing. You know, they just go to an extra level, yeah. and it's all sort of powered through Jimmy. So as Jimmy goes, so does the team. Yeah, the Heat have only played three more games than than the Nuggets in this playoffs. Uh, obviously, mm. they beat Milwaukee four-one, uh, got rid of the Knicks four-two, and then four-three with Boston. Denver four one four two four nil. Yeah, I think if the Heat start chipping away and just hanging in games and just be a real nuisance, um, it could actually fluster the Nuggets quite a bit in terms of you know you've only dropped three games all playoffs. You know you're twelve and three, and you've had a pretty easy road uh, relative to the Heat. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, everyone was surprised that you know. The Doe's got absolutely mowed by the heat. Um, the New York thing didn't really, wasn't it really uh, unexpected? But um, yeah, 
it's just surprising there, but as you sort of said earlier, that it's adversity that they thrive in and just the F everybody mentality, you know, Denver got some people there that are a little bit fragile at times. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what gets picked on the most. Re Jokic, people getting physical with him. Obviously, they don't have Marcus Morris there to get another broken <laughs> neck. Um, <laughs> however, um, I think Markeith wasn't it? Sorry, Markeith, yeah. <laughs> um, Jokic has gone a little bit smarter and a little bit less reactive. But, you know, if there's ever a stage where emotions boil over, this is this is the series. Um, but it really depends. Sort of, I guess maybe Zeller does play a bit more because Jokic's mobility is far less than that of uh, Al Horford or Robert Williams or Tatum, you know, getting put in pick and rolls. He's he's a solid player, but, you know, and he gives you what you want in the minutes that you have him in. Uh, whether he plays five to ten minutes a game through the whole series, I guess, will be dictated on uh, if Bam is, is in or not in foul trouble. Or if they get out to a big lead or a blowout, then roll them out. But, yeah, who knows until we see it, really. Should be fun for sure. Um, right, Jaquel, if Butler wins the series and wins finals MVP, would it be on the same level or higher than Dirk's 2011 run? Ooh, that's a good comparison, Alan. Um, who wants to take this one first? Mavs were the eighth seed that year? Well, what were the Mavs? No, they were. They definitely weren't the eighth seed. I'll look it up quickly. They made it. What were they six? I suppose Jarkel's probably more comparing it to like a one sort of star player and the rest role players on their squad. Um, Chandler, Kid, I suppose. I'd I guess probably... you're looking at that point, like this, the absolute stud. And then yeah. the role players around them, yeah. I could sort of see that. Um, it's a relatively fair comparison. Um, slightly different game that they both played, but that's sort of going further down the rabbit hole, but I think it's a fair question. Um, I mean, Jimmy's certainly shown that that there could be some shades of that in comparison to it. Yeah, they finished second in their division. They were 57 and 25, so a lot better record than what Miami had. Um, I'm just seeing where they finished overall on the table. Who are you looking at? Ah, uh, the Mavs of 2011. Um, third in the West. Third in the third. West, there you go. I'll tell you how the rest of their squad that they had there, they had <laughs> JJ Barrea, the, the LeBron stopper. Hmm. Uh, their main other guys, Jason Terry, Karan Butler, who ended up not playing, um, Sean Marion. So, like, Marion was highly underrated his whole career. Jason Kidd was on that team? Yeah, kid, the aging kid, still really productive though. Um, Brendan Haywood was another big. Uh, Josh Howard still there? I think he was gone by then. Um, yep, he's gone by then. Yeah, because he was probably out of the league not long after that. Made an all-star team, and then a couple of years later, he was nearly out of. The, yeah, wouldn't be long after then he's out of the league. An old pager was on the squad too. To forget. Um, Wayne Wayne. He only played a few games. 
But yeah, that, that's the bulk of the squad was Berea off the bench with Brennan Hayward, uh, Chandler, Terry off the bench, and Sean Marion. So I'd say overall a better roster than this Miami Heat one, and obviously finishing third in the West, the highest seed. So to me, if Jimmy goes through here, I, I actually think better run than Derek's. I mean, we look at the, look at the opposition though. I mean, they knocked out the Bucks, the number one seed, right? Um, the Mavs, they had a decent run too. I'm just so first round they beat the Trailblazers, 2011. See what they beat Odin. This is pre Lillard. Mm-hmm. Who else was on that squad? Uh, Rudy Fernandez maybe might have been on that team. Try to remember who was on that. Jarrett Jack, mm-hmm. Young Patty um, Mills maybe. Um, they took out the Lakers, defending champs. And then they took out the young OKC squad in the conference finals and went on to beat LeBron and Co in the finals. So compared to the to the Miami run here, Boston and Milwaukee one and two in the East, and then the Knicks who finished fifth. I think it's a pretty comparable. Marcus Camby was on that team. On the Blazers team, that's on right. Blazers team. Lamarcus Aldridge. What about that? Would have been yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge. Andre yeah. Miller, Joel Prisbilla. Oh, yeah, Miller, that's right. Batum, I believe he was Young Batum. Uh, in year two. The Nate McMillan era. Okay. <laughs> or could have been A. Paris. Sean so, Marks was actually on that roster as well. Joel Blazers for life. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Cliff and the gang. <laughs> Great team. Great team. Love that team. So, man, I think if Jimmy goes through and wins finals MVP, I reckon this is a slightly... I think it's a better run than Dirk's in 2011. I do. I think it's a better run. Take out the number one, two seed in the East, then it'll be the number one seed in the West. Man, that's a... It's a tough one. I mean, they're both, you know, putting a lot of other players on their back, pretty much. But, um, well, who yeah. Was first, who was first in the West in 2011? Uh, uh, Spurs. Oh, no, Spurs. Spurs. So the Mavericks would have had to have taken out the Spurs in the second round. Yeah, they ended or, up playing the Lakers in the second was, round. So Lakers knocked them out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess if we probably agree that it's a better run, but I think just on its own without any comparisons, I think it's, it's still a great feat. Um, oh, for sure. It? Yeah. Oh yeah, Dirk's run was awesome, and if Jimmy goes through and wins this, this will be. To put it this way, coming from down to the Bulls in a do or die match in the fourth quarter <laughs> to where they are now, <laughs> it's few. I don't know if I've ever seen uh, such a turnaround. And the indignity of losing to the Hawks. Yeah, losing to the Hawks down to the Bulls, high pat their minutes. <laughs> And now taking out the number one and two seed in the East and going through the final, if they win the finals, man, I honestly don't know if there is a better run. Just thinking about it more now. Like if Jimmy Butler pulls in through this, man, what a run. What a run it will be. Um, Jack, your next question, I'm going to save that one for later about teams. Spadge, right, on the other side, if the Denver Nuggets win the chip in impressive fashion. What are your opinions on the likelihood of going back-to-back or even a dynasty run? 
and are the favourites next year if they win it this year. So the Nuggets win, win in impressive fashion. Can they go back to back and even set up a sort of dynasty type run? JT, thoughts on that? The Nugs. Uh, could they go back to back? Couldn't rule it out. Uh, Bruce Brown's coming off contract. Uh, not exactly sure. I might just. Um, I'll have a look, mate, while you pull up the contracts now. Um, but it really depends on what they can keep together. I'm pretty sure they'll do what they can to run it back. Aren't most um, of them locked down? Like the main three are, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I believe so, uh, from memory. Jokic, so Murray, and MPJ will be. Yeah, I look at this a lot during the year for fantasy basketball purposes. Uh, <laughs> could it set up a dynasty? I don't think this team's special enough to do that. Like, is um, what since the sort of eighties, there's only been four. And what the Lakers, Celtics, Spurs, and Warriors. Like, Bulls. Sorry, and the Bulls. Sorry, so it's four, seven, five. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's not to say it couldn't happen. Um, but yeah, dynasty. You, you know, it's going to be across at least eight to ten seasons um mm. for me uh i mean stuff that's coming off the books yeah you get bits and pieces chucking there they could certainly go probably back to back if they win but obviously a lot of things can happen but living in the now certainly could happen mm. paris yeah i mean you if probably if I was putting 10 bucks on to win next season, I'd probably pick Denver anyway. I mean, just because they've got three main guys, well, inclusive. They've got up until they've got the next sort of two, two, three years of pretty much everyone locked in. I mean, it's looking pretty good through the 24 25 season because Jokic, Murray, Porter, Gordon are all there. Obviously, Brown's coming off contract. But if they win, I don't think they're going to have too, too much trouble asking people to come back or, or getting other pieces to join. I guess it depends if they want to go into the luxury tax because Bruce Brown has a player option. Yeah, he'll choose... probably be declining that, I think. Yeah, potentially. Mm. Yeah, six mil heats. I think people would now realise that this dude is worth a lot more than that. Yeah. Obviously not big money, but he's sort of the ultimate role player. Mm. Um, what was KCP's contract? Uh, 14, 14 7 for next year and then 15 for player option, 24-25. Yeah, next okay. year's guaranteed, and then next year after that's player option. So, I mean, they got the best yeah. shot next year. You know, if they, if they go all the way, depends on how convincing it is. But, you know, I mean, you have to think all the other teams that were in the playoffs, I mean, they've got some interesting things to try and work out as well. You know, Lakers, mm -hmm. Golden State, everyone, it's not necessarily going to be a run it back, maybe for everyone, or, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks in the West and also in the East too. I think along with a lot of parity in the league. So mm. I think the Nuggets have the most could... skilled team in the league. Boston, you've always got to look at Boston, but there's there's holes that are being found out here. I mean, you, you think with the Nuggets too, they can actually still improve this roster. I mean, DeAndre Jordan's on there doing absolutely jack shit. Mm. Um, you know, if they can get a decent big, Thomas Bryant isn't the right type of dude, even though he can fit in with some teams, he's... But he's a $2 million um, contract. Is the thing. They're not carrying yeah. a lot of 
big bloated dead weight contracts. You know, yeah. most of them are kind of okay-ish. I mean, Aaron exactly. Gordon contract's a bit bloated, uh, but it is what it is. Yeah, and he's the right type of dude on this roster. So if, if they, uh, on the edges, you know, like Christian Brown's been, he's been really good for them this season. They picked him up late in the draft and, uh, mm-hmm. or late in the first round. And if they can draft another guy like that and pick up another veteran, maybe like Reggie Jackson isn't even playing. And, you know, I, I think they can still improve. So to me, I think they can go back to back. Obviously, you need luck on your side injuries-wise and things like that. But Jokic is very versatile, very tough player. And all these role players around them are the right guys. And a healthy Jamal Murray is, is really the key. So to me, if they if they win in considerable fashion here, go through, I think they should be favorites again heading into next year. The dynasty one is hard, as, as you pointed out, JT. Like, it's, it's eight to ten years of very very good winning multiple championships that it's very hard it's so hard to do um yeah and it depends on how how you sort of consider a dynasty which we could get into but you need you need to be very successful over an extended period of time over multiple since like yeah yeah you have to be tough you can't just say oh back to back and that's a dynasty you gotta yeah, hey, you got to put the Houston work, Rockets a dynasty going back to that. Yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, even though I love Hakeem, but me too. Not a dynasty. Yeah, like you think of the Pistons of the two thousands. We made six Eastern Conference Finals in a row. Win one one finals. It's not a dynasty. I, I'd love for it to be a dynasty, but it just ain't. Even though they were the most successful East team in the two thousands. Yeah. Um, they just oh, yeah. Even it was oh, just. No sustained success but you know peaks and multiple yeah. championships yeah yeah that it needs to be dominating i think for an and for an extended period of time you well, never yeah. know you never well, when know you think about it right there's teams that have been dynasties and more to the point say golden state and the spurs of all the teams lebron's been on and been to the finals NBA finals 10 times one four None of the teams he's been on have been dynasty. He just hasn't been here long enough. He isn't. He isn't stuck. He's always up. taking his talent somewhere else. Yeah, taking them out. <laughs> yeah. So, man, yeah, that's tough. Um, Spedge to get to become a dynasty, but you never know. No one was picking the Warriors to be a dynasty at the start of the start of the year run. We all love what Steph was doing, but no one's going. Oh, yeah, they're going to win four championships over the next eight years. Uh, David. Hey, David, who's your favorite to win a chip next season? A bit early, yes. I'm going the Nuggets on that Um, I'll just go through all your questions and we can go back for it. If you are the Spurs, how do you go about using Wembenyama? Try to win early and go all in, fill the cap space, or a process? Which, oh yeah, these are all good different ones. And which star gets traded next? Okay, well, let's start with who... We sort of went over this. I'm going to go the Nuggets before I'll throw it to Paris and JT to win the chip next season. We don't need to get too much about that question. But, yeah, early, early pick, guys. Who do you think will win it next? Charlotte Hornets. No, kidding. (laughs) Where's Aiden? He'll just pop on. Portland Trailblazers, obviously. Um, But other than that, probably Denver. Yeah, I mean, based based on everything, you know. 
JT, oh, obviously I've got to say Celtics. Um, I actually, I don't know. And I'm not just going to jump on the, the Nuggets train because like so what's going to happen to Milwaukee? Adrian Griffin, new coach. Giannis is, Giannis is pretty motivated for next season, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah. the Heat will be in the mix. Mm. Boston will be in the mix. Nick Nurse lead sixes. Uh, yeah. This will be all pretty. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'd very much like to. I mean, I think they'd be a lot more successful with a Nick Nurse lead Fred Van Vliet point guard, Philadelphia 76 as opposed to uh, uh, James Harden. Mm. The biggest grifter in the NBA. Let's go back to Houston. Book it. Yeah. Yeah. Udoku will sort him out, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Show him all those Houston. <laughs> <laughs> right, Wimbledon. Let's get on to Wimbledon. If how about how do the Spurs? Yeah, there's sort of two trains of thought. And yeah, you've sort of said them both here, David. Do they try and go, just try and win straight away with this guy? Like he's obviously one of the best prospects of the last twenty years. Um, or do they just take him very, very slow? easy process and rest them up and if he gets a little niggle so then do they do that fuck the process go for the win go for it okay, that's JT. all they need to do yeah so what do they do what do they get them in there what they need to sign a couple of veterans i suppose to do that no. or do they go young and just try and win games just go young they've got a good core as it is at the moment that's go and win games they're only going to lose they're only going to learn and find ways to win by losing games and even if you've got veterans there holding your hand it ain't going to mean all that much but um, they have to start winning they've done what they need to do tanked it up got the biggest prize in probably the last five years of drafts um, so I imagine it'd be him, Sochan, Johnson uh, Vassell and Trey Jones uh, that all money-wise, the Spurs are very well off in terms of their space. Yeah, they got space. To be fair, the free agent class this summer is not particularly uh, mouth-watering. Um, probably eighty-four million, so they're probably not too far off the um, the salary floor. Um, yeah, they... go for it. Yeah, I mean, who have they got to pay next? So they don't have to pay Devin Vassell until... Johnson's on a very good contract already. I know that. I'm just going to look it yeah. up. Well, and it's, it's it declining kicks in next year. Yeah, it kicks in next year at 2019, 17 and a half, 17 and a half. So Vassell will come. He'll definitely... They'll pick up the team option next season at 5.8 and then probably do a similar deal to Calvin Johnson. So they could go for someone big here They if they wanted to. Well, they're only on the books for $76 million next season. They've got a lot of room to play. Yeah. I've got them on the book. What uh, site are you using for the salary? Uh, just hoop type. Okay, so I'm using basketball reference. It's showing 84. Must be um, an option in there or something. Maybe they're counting all the qualifying offers. <laughs> well, what? I guess hey, if you take out, I guess, the sell and the $4.3 million I'll be paying Josh Primo next year. I guess they cut that off, so that team option is probably gone. 
Yeah. So I, guess I think they're just not counting, counting the qualifying offers as guaranteed. Yeah. Um, so as far as guaranteed spend, yeah, 76 so and they a half. Got, they could spend 80 million and not go into the luxury tax. Insane. So, yeah, plenty of money to spend. Oh, Paris, what are your... Aiden's here. Right. What do you, you think... Um... What they should do? I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of... I hope he'd be coming and be the phenom that, you know, everything, you know, like a young sort of KG type thing, where he's, you know, yes, very slight and very tall and very skilled and it works. Um, but, you know, also I've seen a bunch of really amazing highlights of him play and I've also seen a lot of him getting abused as well in the paint just because he's so slight mm. you know so it's going to be interesting to see hey um be interesting hey, to see yeah. how he goes against NBA bodies you know and how they play him because I think they're going to play him pretty aggressively and it'll be interesting to see how that uh, kind of goes very excited to see the likes of him being marked by Draymond Green Patrick Beverly just people are going to be right up at literally in his ass crack yeah um you know, maybe 10, uh, you know, five, 10 years plus ago, a guy like him coming in very much would fit that. Um, that slight frame gets smashed up quite a bit. But obviously with the evolution of the game, particularly over the last five to seven years, I mean, if you think about it, he's kind of just a really tall version of Michael Porter Jr. in a way, mm. sort of like his movements, his shot and so forth. I mean, to have someone that tall that that fluid of movement albeit you know it seems a lot slower because he's a lot bigger you know take three steps from halfway and he'll probably dunk it how do you guard that yeah seven five still grow it's insane mm. but, uh, yeah, they just gonna drop the handbrake from the go let him go through you know the rookies ups and downs um and having pop there sort of guide him through that what, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. He's, well, I mean, he's if there's a, one thing they are good him. with, it's big men, you know, historically. But, you know, you'd, I mean, Popovich is smart. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what he does with them. All good. Aiden, welcome in, bro. You're on mute. Oh, he's on mute. <laughs> <laughs> he's lit up like a Christmas tree with those uh, headset on. While he's on mute, we can say he he agreed to a shoey battle with uh <laughs> still can't hear you, bro. And, um then we'll do like Joe, a two Joe said it's on too. He said he's challenging you. He said he's gonna punish you. I still I want to see a two liter chocolate milk battle. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> two liters of doom. Uh, they did that on Jackass or CKY or something, like the yeah. gallon gallon of strawberry yeah. milk. That's like, like four and a half liters, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jesus. Um, Aiden can obviously hear us because he was smirking, but he yeah. hasn't figured out how to unmute himself. He's real good at lip reading. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get his Wimbenyama for what soon. Um, well, there he's off mute now. Say something, Aiden. Nah, still no go. Um, if you. Where's his microphone? If you go in the bottom left corner, the little um, up arrow on mute, what's you just make sure you've got um, the right one and select a microphone. Bottom left corner here, mute in the video. You're on the mute button, little up arrow. That brings up all the options. Connect via, audio, via computer audio. You should 
get it done. It's worked in the past. It's not right. you've got the mic thing up and it's muted when it's up. Sometimes the headsets do that. Or is it on normal? Oh, no. Okay. Um, there, oh, go. Oh, there we go. Oh, Sweet. <laughs> it, yeah, it wasn't muted. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Oh. I, I just wanted you to agree to a shoey battle. That's all. Yeah. No, I already told Jarkel I'm going to do one with Bleach because we kept the wrong Martin brother. <laughs> Did you see the guy that sold the card um, as a Caleb Martin card, but it was a Cody Martin card? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Cheeky bastard. Um, Howie Rowe, anyway. Yeah, long day. Long day. Yeah, just got home. Uh, Wimbledon Yana Forts, what do you think, Spurs? Should they sort of ease them through the process or just get, uh, get them out there and start winning games? They should take Scoot. <laughs> I you, wonder you why you say need, that. You need fucking Scoot and get rid of Lamello. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Let's, let's not do that. Code, you, do you know think, I'm what right. do you think you guys are going to do? Because I mean, we're picking after, like directly after you. I'd be interested. To see I, what you think. Yeah, it's weird. Like Brandon Miller's a better fit, but Scoot probably it's has a, a lot higher upside. Yeah, mm. um, and I think like Lamelo is tall enough that he can play the two if he wants to start playing defense. That's a it's a big <laughs> ask. Yeah. Man, we are uh, grasping at straws on this one. <laughs> yeah, he he shows he did the chat. <laughs> He's, he showed flashes, but it, it's way too inconsistent. There are times when he just gives up on it. And it's, mm. But yeah, no, I, I think I think you sort of take the best talent available. That's the number one rule, probably through to pick 15, take the best talent available, whether it fits your team or not. Mm. If it doesn't, then you trade to get what you want. And if you do it the other way, well, just a fucking idiot. Oh, we'll, we'll prove that. Don't worry about that. Portland. I hope that yeah, Scoot drops yeah. to Portland. That'll be great. Pistons here. Pistons here. Who? We can move up. We can move you up. got no room anymore. You're paying that new coach too much. Oh, money. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We've got no money. We can't afford a draft pick anymore. <laughs> it's um, 12 million a year is not too bad. I saw, I saw someone said, Monty Williams, the highest paid coach in the NBA. Um, and then it's like, it's only like half a million more than Pop. And it's like, yeah, but that's it's got to be the biggest free agent signing in recent history, though, isn't it, for the Pistons? Yeah, since Josh Smith. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, Ben Gordon. <laughs> Charlie Vanilla Waver. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's, let's swap, let's swap. Hey, but at least we're coaches are there, and there's no salary cap, right? Correct. And, and, uh, and the owner wants to pay it. We got, we got the best coach available, so to me... I think he can make up to $100 million, but yeah. it's incentive-based. Incentives um, and options, I think. I think it's close to, is it 17 to 20 over the first three years? And he's still getting paid, I think, 23-ish million from uh, the Suns as well. Yeah, yeah he's cracking nice. it. He, doing, he the, make, doing the he Mike Brown make, tour. Should see what he earned in his NBA career, but it wouldn't have been fuck all compared to this. Um yeah, I just think, man, if we could get a dude like that, obviously they're the Suns in the regular season. They've been awesome. Um, playoff adjustments are obviously a question with him, but he'll, he'll get us on the right track. And it is the best signing we've had. It honestly is. In a fucking long time. 
a long time. We traded for Blake Griffin, and I think Blake had a really good short stint until injuries just screwed him. And but yeah, I I, I, I like it. I wanted to, I sort of wanted a Doka in me, but um, yeah, the other stuff around him was a concern. But yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we got Monty. I like it. Could have done a lot worse. Oh. Hell yeah. If you got Doc Rivers, I would have absolutely <laughs> pissed myself. Uh, <laughs> I would have been fucking yeah. No. no. That's, I that's think you would have got the Pistons. Oh my Phoenix, God. eh? Oh, oh. Phoenix. Don't oh, Phoenix out of a job. That's it. Yeah. He's got to go. He's had enough. So Aiden, what are you putting a what are you putting a dollar on for the, the number two pick? Scoot or Miller? Scoot. I agree. I think you'll pick Scoot. It's probably going to be that Armin guy, I guess. You might pick a left field one. What I will say about Mitch Kupchak is that he drafts pretty well. Like, because you, you look at all the shit draft picks we have. That was before him. That was Rich Cho. So Kupchak, he's, he's got, especially second round Ex-Portland, picks. So Richard Cho. Like, uh, know him well. Completely trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's he's the guy that took, like, the Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, and things like that. Um, but Kupchak, he's taken, like, I think PJ Washington's rounding out into a good pick. Obviously, Lamelo at three. Um, but then second round picks, Devontae Graham, who has now fizzled out. But we got a first round pick for him. Um, That's a robbery and a half. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Well, Mark Williams, uh, you're, you're high on Mark yeah. Williams. Yeah, I'm very high on Mark Williams. Um, Jalen Jones pretty good. A couple of them haven't worked out. But, like, Bryce McGowan's looks pretty good. So, yeah, I, I, I trust Mitch when it comes to drafting, just not really much else. So, <laughs> next, so PG Washington, soft contract. Mm. Lamello Balls in the last year of his team option. Tsunami Puppy, I imagine, will get the fuck out of there. He, he wants to stay. I don't know if we keep yeah. him, but he wants to stay. Well, I mean, if they can keep him around that 17 mark, then that'd, that'd work. Mm. Um, well, like the Spurs, they've got around about $80 million to spend so that, should they choose to do so. Um, Mark Williams, yep, yeah, nice. wonder if Kai Jones might get a little bit more run. Um, Probably Nick yeah. Richards because we extended him. We got yeah, him, he had uh, a good like, run to the end yeah. of the season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was it was like a really cheap contract too. Yeah, five mil a year. Yeah. And, and bring back Ada's man, Miles Rogers. Fuck that guy. Bring back from the jailhouse, yeah. yeah. Bring back some toughness. Him and, him and Jar can go play in the fucking prison league. <laughs> you know, uh, how's it going, Fritz? Um, Fritz said, "Who needs draft picks anyway?" From that's from Spo. Mm. We, we know Fritz is a Miami fan. Yeah, man, seven undrafted dude. That squad crazy. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there uh, there are not twenty nine other Spos in the league, or other people like RC Buford in the league front office people and that's why to be as matter of fact about it um this is a good one from david which star gets traded next he's he's got a little list here trey young Jalen brown damien lillard james harden or someone completely yeah james harden unless it's sign and trade he's probably just going to sign somewhere else in free agency yeah i mean if you're philadelphia do you do you want to entertain a sign and trade or just let him walk in? If he, I would. If he says he's gone, then I would entertain it for sure. Because you, you want to get something back if you can. Well, Houston's got the l- lowest spend next year. They've only got mm. 57 million on the books. 
Yeah, well, they'll have to lift that they'll, up yeah, to get to yeah. the base, uh, the basement. Yeah. Enter James Harden. Well, it sorts that problem out. Mm. Um, I just, I don't see it going well. I just Did don't you... think, I don't think Houston is a very good place to go if you're a, a player like James Harden or mm. someone who's been in the league six plus years with that many young players there. Um, and considering how soft they all are, um, you know, off the back of what John Wall said earlier this year, that how sort of unprofessional they are. Sure, Stephen Silas, not the greatest coach, but not the worst. The fact that they just fucking quit on him like bitches really is an indictment on the state of that franchise at the moment. Sure, they're going to tanking and so forth, but doing a coach like that's uh, it's pretty rough. I think Udoka probably stomps out a lot of that. Oh, well, at, at the very least, you find out who's worth keeping and who's not. Because yeah. he's, uh, I think like, they're handing it over to him to, to yeah. sort out, I think, from the coach down mm. and what the team looks like. So, with Harden, so he's got a player mm. option. Do you, like, if Houston isn't actually an option for this team, do you actually think someone throws money at him? Because I know. Sure as hell on like India NBA fandom, like no one wants to give this dude a multi like a four-year contract at, at max money. Does he end up just maybe taking the option? I mean, that's still a possibility here. Too. Is he like a Westbrook now? I, mean, is he I, I don't know. He's not that bad. Not that yeah. falling off. It's just the playoff. Uh, I don't know. I think is he tainted? will be better. And mm. in, in some facets, but I don't know. So he is, he's very much option. tainted. Yeah, if Houston isn't an option for him, if Houston go, nah, nah, that's just all fucking talk in the media, or we won't, we don't want you. Like, who else want? Who else will be going for Harden? Lakers, Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> fucking Lakers, of course. They they'll pay him fuck all. But what if the so so he walks away, goes to the Lakers? What can the Lakers actually? Because AD and LeBron tie up a shit ton of money. Um, he won't well, be getting his four year max. Well, next year, got some room. 127 million on the books, and that's one, two, three, so four, over... five, six players on the roster. That's well, they're going to soft cap, isn't it? Rui, and um... that's they got, they'd have to pay Rui. They'd have to pay Austin Reeves. They probably might keep Troy Brown Jr. Schroeder's off the books. Lonnie Scotty Walker's Pippen off the Jr. books. Delo's off the books. Mm. Sign and trade for Delo. <laughs> Don't even joke about it. <laughs> you never know. Anyway, fuck um, the Lakers. So if we take if we take Harden off that little list there, who, what star player or you know oh, good, not Dame. Do, do Portland go? It's time to rebuild. I think, yeah, I don't know. I, to me, I think the Portland situation is like like what Dirk was in Dallas. He doesn't get traded unless he demands it. Yeah, Chris. I think that's probably about right. Or there's a mutual agreement, but yeah. Um, how long do they wait for the trigger mm. on that? I mean, maybe he wants to stay there mm. his entire career, which obviously would be great, but you know, they're just stuck in this vicious cycle now mm. of um, We're super mid mm. Oh, it's very much no smacks smack of mid 2010s Chicago Bulls just making moves to try and stay relevant, but not really be anything past the second round It's kind of um, just treading water well, I mean, we oh, don't yeah. have a lot of luck in free agent signings. Right? Yeah, it's not a desired destination. Yeah. And 
we've drafted unfortunately in the past mm. and you know i think the thing that kind of annoys me is you know we got rid of cj and then just replaced him with like for like with an anthony simons mm. i mean it's mm. we haven't changed any we just changed the name we haven't changed anything and i'm still not really sold on billups as well i just I don't, I don't know as a coach I, I don't know if that's the right mix for that team probably wasn't the right decision in the first place no. uh, but yeah I guess we'll probably see better mm. uh, next season hopefully I do like watching the Blazers when they're playing well uh, but I don't think Jalen Brown goes anywhere who I do mean, you think of his JC do you think Trey Young gets traded or was it just some dude totally out of left field that were like, whoa, what's going um, on? I'm probably leaning more the left field. Um, and it'd probably be John Collins if it's going to be any Hawks player. That's it. for about four since he got drafted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that said, I mean, Quinn Snyder will have an entire off-season, pre-season, um, to sort of work with, see what happens. You know, something could eventuate, but... Um, I guess the situation, if Jalen Brown uh, sort of hardens his way out a little bit, uh, there would definitely be a very much a sign-and-trade situation and Blossom could retool on the fly that way. Um, but, yeah, don't want it to happen, but could see it happening. Could be someone on the... I'm just looking at, you know, underperformers with massive salary caps that probably need to make some moves. Clippers? Hard thing with the Clippers, like, to me, that'd be a sort of a, whoa, if you see Kawhi or PG on the move. But the thing is, like, teams are going to be extra cautious picking up Kawhi with how mm. his track record just availability-wise is. Obviously, awesome talent. You want that dude on your squad. But, man, ugh, you just can't trade away, like, future like assets for the dude because you just don't know how, how many games he's going to play. Ben Simmons? <laughs> I'd definitely train Ben Simmons for sure. Look, he's earning $38 million yeah, next year. Give him a break, all right? <laughs> he's got to make it to at least 20 games. But, yeah, that's a, t- that's a toughie, you know, how much you want to give up Kawhi. I mean, if I was the Clippers, how it's gone, like, yeah, it's, it's time to rebuild for you too. Mm. Um, yeah, that's just two guys, yeah. It's like Tatum and Brown, but with two guys that don't play. It's... I think if we're going to see any trades, it's probably going to be sort of mid to low level or you know, rather than a star. Like he's... a Siakam or something, because they've been trying to move him sort of off and on, haven't they? Well, I think there was more to do with um, either him going or Nurse going. And mm. it had been brewing for well over a season. Um, mm. But I think we we all know that while Siakam is a good player, he's not a 1A, he's like a, a 2A you're not winning shit when he's your number one. Yeah, I love Siakam, but I agree. Um, OG Anobi, though, could, I think could be a nice little trade piece for someone, and Toronto could get something really decent back there if they go, let's go with Barnes and Siakam. I think the three of them, I think there's only room for two out of the three there. OG's one of the bigger role in the offense for the last year and a bit now, and whilst it's slowly coming on, he's in the books for 18 in 19 player option. Yeah, I mean, this is my idea. The Pistons, like, we've got their fifth pick. If we can do that and Bogdanovich and something like that for an OG, I'm yeah. all here for it. Well, I'm all here for a, yep, yeah, sign and trade 
trade Jalen Brown for OG. I'll take OG. Straight up, straight up, were you saying Jalen for OG? OG. Oh, probably with some some change thrown in there. I'll take OG. He's what he put into any squad, really, won't he? OG, he's that type of dude, but he probably won't be getting too much more of a role on offense. Uh, maybe we'll get a bit more if Jalen's not there, I suppose. So, would you sign Dylan Brooks as the Pistons because you're gonna have a lot of money? Uh, if he signs a contract not to take more than five shots per game, no way, he's pinnacle of offense. <laughs> we, we are already a bad <laughs> shooting team. Um, I'm still very high on his defense, like what he does defensively. He's not a dick off the court. People, he could, he could be a Houston option. I mean, if Yudoka yeah. can. He's just got to stop taking him. so many shit shots. That's that's mm. the one downfall of Dylan Brooks. I mean, people there's two sides more. to that coin. If you don't take him, how can you make him? Yeah. I, I love his defense and what he's all about on that side of the ball. So for, for Detroit, he'd bring back a bit of that grit and toughness. Um, but we need shooting. Especially and... well, verbally, he would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know about, I don't know about impact performance-wise, but you never know. You never know. How about Portland or Charlotte? Mm-hmm. At this point, I don't give a fuck, eh, to be honest. <laughs> so, I'm just want, I just want something different. Well, you're like Fred. I just Fritz don't is... want the same shit next year and the year after and the year after. And it's always, what are we going to do to support Dame? Uh, let's get some more mid-tier players. It's like, yes. Well, Fritz is saying, Fritz is saying Dame is gone if you guys keep your third pick. And if, especially if it's Scoot. So says if it's Scoot, trade down it all depends yeah. on what we can get from well yeah. i'll tell you right now whilst what fritz is saying has some merit to it who is going to inherit a turning 33 year old damian lillard with nearly well Boston 40, Celtics. 45 and a half <laughs> 45 and a half you unfold 48 you, seven, don't. <laughs> 58 4 and then a player option 60. 63 million in 26 27. That is definitely the, the franchise guy, yeah. The type of contract so, sounds like a great fit for Boston, to be honest. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what's really out for them. They, they've talked obviously about Brown, they mentioned have talked about Siakam, a whole bunch of potentials, but yeah, I think I've been thinking about it's a you know, massive topic of discussion in the Blazers side of things. What do we do with the with the pick and who's available? Because it's going to be Scoot or Miller. And then, you know, do we park a player like that behind? Who? How do we make it fit? Shaden Sharp's playing well. Anthony Simons is a big question mark. Nurks can't stand him. You know, um, you if know, you're the a... Spurs, are you, would you try and make a play for Damian Lillard? They got Maybe. the cap space. They got money. There's, there's room. Yeah. If you do want to win straight away, um, what are they sending back is the question. Yeah, that's the thing. I imagine this is going to be... 90% of the team. <laughs> this would probably be at least a three to four team trade. Like it wouldn't yeah, just be a tricky. team for yeah. team because you've got to get with a 90% salary at the minimum. Yeah, Spurs can't gut their team, you know, just it'd, to get Dame. It'd have to be a bubble, a, a, a nearly their team that's just lacking one key piece and has assets to trade. So... There's not that many you know of what? those teams. Thinking of the original question about what star gets traded, what if they all get traded? And it's just a 
merry-go-round yeah yeah man like just no like just one mega deal we woke up to la suffer cardiac arrest from just the woge bomb of just all these players uh <laughs> 30 team trade yeah but give like it's, it's, a heart attack man or yeah. like it's in a two-team trade like it, it's a two-part trade like it's a three-team here four-team there and then holy shit there's these moving parts uh well, who, who could use... I mean, who's on a bubble that could use Dame the most that does have assets? Boston. I mean, Toronto's an interesting one. If if you'd say, like, a, a Van Vliet and, and someone, you know, like, I don't know. It's... The, the Grizz? You get him to the Lakers. I mean, that's been talked hey, about. Hey, you put Ja Morant in Portland, he's not getting into trouble. Guaranteed. There's nothing that can go wrong in Portland. Well, if drugs are fully legal. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. But I mean, it's not like it's not real nightlife or anything. It's just people on the streets being hooked on everything. I mean, does what? What's Memphis going to do? Are they just going? They're holding Pat, you reckon? Yeah, I, I think Jar sorts his shit out. Honestly, man, yeah, he's, he's Again, got to anyway. He's got to. It's like me, he fully has to. I mean, Aiden, I we when we had Twain on the last pod, we ripped into Jar, but and. Told him he's got a sort of shit out, but he's got rid of Instagram, which about fucking time. Um, well, that, I mean, that, that doesn't change anything. It just changes the video evidence of him being a dickhead. <laughs> it doesn't change his behaviour. I think it's that new gener that new generation though. Like that's half the point of it is putting it on IG, like get the views. Yeah, so the notoriety and the fucking yeah. the hits. Just like I keep saying, he's the only guy that's literally trying to make it out of the league to the hood. Pretty much. Not the other way around. Yeah. Well, like how rappers want to be ballers, ballers want to be rappers. Yeah. 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 It's just that crew that's around, you know, that whatever that circle he's in is just gassing him up. Yeah, Ridiculous. Man. Yeah. He's got a, he's in line for a big growly check. Um, he's such an OG at 26 or whatever the fuck it is. You know, he's, he's only like 23. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. just a baby. Yeah. So you doing, doing baby out. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty Boy much. Nuts. Yeah, Aiden, um, a star to be traded before we move on. What who do you reckon? Um, Terry I, mean, I, I thought the mellow ball. <laughs> no, stop it. Um, <laughs> I thought Jalen Brown was a like just the the signs leading up to the end of the season, all the cryptic shit he was saying. He's fucking. Yeah. He's he's turning into a bit of a Kyrie, honestly. His mentor. Yeah, yeah. He's starting to look um, like him a bit. <laughs> But if if not him, I, I I don't think he's on the same level. But like Julius Randle seems to, mm. you know, I haven't seen yeah. a lot of Knicks fans that want to want to move him. Uh, you know, you got Jalen Brunson there carrying now someone who actually sort of looks like they want to be there. They need to get rid of Julius Randle as soon as they can because yeah. um, you're not going to you're going to get to an Eastern final with him as your lead guy. I think that's been pretty even the last season and a half or so they got a pretty team friendly contract but if you're team of the league are you going to trade for julius Randle? Like, no. how, how does he make your team better like they can have nick i think i think in some points he's been shat on a bit like he that second half of the regular season he he carried the knicks at some stages i think mm. the and then he got injured too in the playoffs here that we got to remember i yeah. think it's when he wants to go hero ball 
that and, and that's, that's, the, that's and, the massive underlayer is that when he does that and that's in his game he's not a hero he's yeah, probably the no. biggest foible and all that and lack of effort on defense too like it's pretty embarrassing at times yeah that's true yeah it's it's but how about my, how about Miami how about Miami do they like they could use a dude like Randall well Randall's 25 27 29 player pretty friendly contract 70 mm. uh, if we take that out I mean you look at 50, JT you were looking guaranteed. at um Bam's weaknesses Randall makes up and like a front really. court what what Randall can give aggression. you offensively he completely and utterly is total opposite to Bam on the defensive end yeah I'm, I'm talking more on offense though like you, we were talking like Bam's and his you know, his non-aggressive nature on offense, you know, Randall can make up for that. Like, I'm just thinking of a team that would fit and also a Miami. you got to play defense. I mean, money-wise, the straight bam for Randall trade. I'm, I'm more works. thinking keep bam, keep bam in the front court. Where's your size going to come from? This is the problem with that. Well, who's the last good center, well, defensive center Miami had? Like, no. Shaq. May potentially Hassan Whiteside. I mean, he was didn't offer anything on offense. He was only defense blocks and whatnot. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not. I think his, I thought Whiteside's defense was overrated personally. Um, he could jump high and block, put his hand up. I'll go Joel Anthony. <laughs> it's probably uh, uh, Bo- their team. Bosch, Bosch as a small ball five was pretty good defensively, hmm. but different. Different, um, if you true sort of defensive center, I would say he's still Zoe, even though aging Zoe. I think he was there after Shaq, wasn't he? Or was he on that same squad? I guess they're not really that kind of team anymore either. Mm. Yeah, I was just trying to think of like Randall where it would fit, but um, there wouldn't be too many other spots, I think. Luca would probably take him at Dallas. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you'd give up, like it would be a fucking poo poo platter of shit contracts. Yeah, but the Knicks aren't traveling, and that's yeah, that's the problem that lies within that. Um, yeah. Although if you can get if it, if the Knicks, if you can get like Josh Green, just to get rid of Randall, but even uh, then, I don't know. No, nah, you're not giving up Josh Green, Randall. I mean, if Lucas says I want Julius Randall, you probably do. Yeah, but Luke are we Josh, over? Luke are you Josh good? Green, boy. He didn't say he wanted um, Kyrie, did he? I think they asked him before he did the trade. I don't think he said, go give me Kyrie. I need Kyrie now. <laughs> now. <laughs> the third rodeo for Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, back, <laughs> back to New York again. No, he didn't know drop the job. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, oh, Dion, I think we sort of covered that question. How effective Bam will be against uh, Jokic in the finals? Yeah, it's going to be tough on Bam. It's going to be very tough on them. Iffy. Oh, um, actually, I'll take that back. He'll he'll make it difficult, but just just not enough. I mean, what is enough eh, against Jokic too? There'll be uh, there'll be runs of it from them, but ultimately it won't be the marathon will be needed. Yeah, Aiden, what are your thoughts? You missed out on this. Um, we did a lot of finals talk before you jumped on. Uh, Bam in that matchup against Jokic. Oh, Jokic is going to get his. Doesn't matter who's on him. Um, 
and then even like yeah, like Bam, obviously one of the best defensive centers in the league. But you know, even if if Miami's like you know let's send a double, then Bam, Jokic is finding open guy. It, it doesn't matter, yeah, like what you do, Jokic is going to get it, as the Rock would say. <laughs> would do you think like Spo will like even try and use Bam as sort of covering these cutters and stuff that will work off Jokic? Um, I've seen. I've seen a couple of people suggest that um, uh, the fucking the Dunker Spot Pod with uh, Nikias Duncan, they said something along those lines. Because um, mm. you've got you know, to like, think out of yeah. the box, eh? When you come, yeah. you're going against Jokic, Bam against sort of smaller dude. Like you think like Gordon and Bruce Brown and KCP are going to be cutting around, and Jamal's mm. going to be working their two man game. Does Bam just like go? Well, Jokic, you can sort of have it, but I'm going to. Make sure so, no one else can get it. Yeah, I mean, these cutters, I'm going to sort of try and take them out. You know what's amazing we haven't mentioned yet? Six, nearly seven years, like Malone was fired of the Kings because Boogie Cousins had viral meningitis. And here he is now. Oh, yeah, just a major turnaround, man. I think they, I think at the time, off the top of my head, I think once Boogie went down, which the Kings had a winning record at the time, mm. I was sitting in a hotel in Rotorua Living the dream. My birthday, living the dream. <laughs> um, inhaling sulfur. And um, I was a kite. Next thing you know, bang, Mike Malone's been fired because they think they had three of their last 11 games. Numbers might be slightly different, but they'd been on a very big skid and then fired him. And it really upset Boogie Cousins. That's right. Yeah. They had something sort of good going on there. And I think. Was it the same season that traded to the Pelicans? Yeah, 2016, I think Cousins went to the Pels for a year and a half. Was it a year and a half of the Pels? Yeah. It was him and the Brow, and then Brow gets traded. Yeah, Drew. And uh, that's when they, oh, well, Paris, you won't want to bring up that series. Mm. No, thanks. <laughs> doesn't, know, doesn't look as though he knows. What... <laughs> no, yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> just not on that one. Um, yeah, no, I think I think yeah, like Mike Malone needs to be credited here, like how he's how he's developed the squad over the years. I mean, he must be one of the longer tenured coaches too. I mean, they drop like flies pretty easy these days. And what's he? So he's been with the Nugs for seven years. Was after that King season, he went on to the Nuggets the next season, didn't he? I can't remember if they picked him up long, not long after, or if yeah. it was the following season. Well, it was pretty quickly anyway. So, yeah, Malone has been on the side for a long time. And they've finally got the roster. 2015 when he joined the Nuggets. 2015, yeah. So eight years. Yeah, eight years. Wow. So is he, he was with the Kings a year before that. Um, it must have been Dave Yeager come on after Malone. Just trying to get my timeline correct here with the Kings. But... Um, anyway, yeah, Malone, he's finally got the right roster around them. Like, you could see how guys like Will Barton in the past sort of disrupted what they wanted with Jokic. They finally got guys like Katie and Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, and it's just mesh. Oh, Ty Lawson. Um, yeah, yeah, he does. He needs to be credited, man. He's got, like, Gordon is so much of a better player with this Nuggets team. I mean, than the magic, but you know, I don't like team. admitting it, but that is correct. Who yeah. did you think replaced um, Malone? Was it Dave Yeager? Dave Yeager. That was Tyrone Corbin. 
That's right. George Carl for a, yeah. for a season. <laughs> and then Dave Jaeger. Um, wow. Right. Yes. I think Jaeger went really straight from Memphis to the Cats. And then Luke Walton. That was, yeah, when. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a comedy lineup, really. Yeah, till this season it has been. Yeah, yeah so. Um, Calvin Gentry. A oh, couple of quick, easy questions here before we sort of wrap things up soon. How much, uh, Dion, how much of an impact has Udonis Haslam in the locker room had for the Heat? Well, man, I've paid him for many years to be the, the spiritual the, youth. Yeah. And I think he'd heat. probably be Jimmy's offside in the offsider in the in the rooms. I think he'd be, um, Getting them all on on the board. I, I mean, the, the, the crowd leveler. still chants for him every game. I think he's probably the leveler. I'd go and buck wild and ask him Spo if he wants to fight him. <laughs> like, okay, young fella. He, he stood up. He stood <laughs> up to Spo when um, Jimmy was going off at him last year. That was this year. Oh, was that this year? It was two oh, games wow. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Spo and Jimmy strapping it and jumps Haslam. I think that was in January. Oh wow, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I think it was... He's emotional. I think it was not long after the hero injury that that happened. Okay, I thought it was last season for some strange reason. It's been a long season. Yeah, no, he definitely has an impact. They wouldn't have played him this long, just uh, to fuck all. So I, he definitely brings something. Yeah. yeah. And if he does play a minute in the finals, he'll be the oh, oldest guy to shit. ever play a finals game. Ever. I was very surprised they didn't put him on. You know, at some point in the in the Celtics one, but yeah. I mean, there's been especially in the last game and, where it was sort of a 20. yeah, like it you know yeah when in the last game put him on for the last couple of minutes or whatever. It was he got asked if he wanted to go in for one of the games, and like the look on his face, like there's there's a meme around on the internet. Yeah, he like right. screwed his face up, like he did not want to play. <laughs> it was like, really I'm just watching. Funny. Yeah, I'm a locker room guy. He he is what someone like Theo Pinson aspires to. Theo Pinson, there's a name. Brooklyn Nets. Uh, what would you describe Dallas him, JT, Mavericks. on the bench? Dallas Mavericks legend. Yeah. Oh, Mavericks legend. Triple double in the last game of the season. Well, oh, that's right. Full and well, from what I've seen and what players have said about him, they love having him and using up the last roster spot, getting paid full, but still living dream, and that helps the team morale wise and so forth yeah exactly i mean you can sign 16 you can only play 12 well you always get to spot we'll just yeah. put him on the injured reserve it's always around but he's just not doing anything yeah he's got to be he's got to be valued the only thing i question is that uh pick of um after Jokic flattened uh mark Heath, they were like come give me Meet you outside locker room fucking shot. If you had anything to do with that, wow. Uh, yeah. Speaking of something that really fucked me up that relates to Yoko. His brothers? His no, brothers. no, awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. You said <laughs> relates to him, so I was figuring. Yeah, oh, I mean, closely. It, it is about his brothers. <laughs> but it's not It's not stupid. Obviously, wanted to back their brother up. Just all that shit that, were, that taunting that was Jack Nicholson. Cool, you're taunting like a fucking 83 year old man who's been a Lakers fan his whole life. Was it in jest though? Yeah, how thing was it? You know, lost in translation, I think. Yeah, I mean, they were going pretty hard 
what I saw in the video for a while about him just sort of going at it, but it's like shit to an old man who probably wouldn't give a fuck. Cool. Maybe probably that's why they did it. Know who they were. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck, so they just do it anyway. It's very. It's in the ballpark of what's the faith? It's the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback's brother who. Oh. What was that? Yeah. What's his name? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Fucking Jackson Mahomes. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Get him on the team. The the Jokic brothers are nowhere near as bad as him. No, they, they could pick that this shit up. Yeah, he danced on someone's fucking memorial for yeah. a TikTok. Is his name TikTok. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. His name's going to be Sax on once he goes to prison. <laughs> yeah, something. Well, I can't remember what happened there. Remember his name coming up or something? Um, David said, Are we all excited for the Jokic versus Nikola Jokic versus Nikola Jovic match? It's gonna be a commentator's nightmare. I'm excited, <laughs> I am not excited by that because it never happened. Starting <laughs> lineups for tomorrow, but Jovic on Jokic, yeah. If they're getting blown out, Haslam and Jovic come out for sure. Um, uh, has Jovic even played a minute in these playoffs? I don't think I've seen Jovic has, yeah, like. I thought he played like an actual literal minute. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he's played a game. Yeah, I can't remember seeing before him. the All Star break. I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong. You guys can look that up. Uh, Josh has a question in the chat here. Uh, I think we've already gone over this one with Spadge. Um, Dynasty, maybe for the Nuggets. Aiden, I'll uh, we'll go to you, bro, on this one. Um, since we're sort of all answered, do you think the Nuggets are in for a chance to sort of become a dynasty or give us a percentage um, or whatever you want to do there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, Jokic is only, what's he, 27? 27. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gordon's not that old. Jamal Murray's young. Michael Porter Jr. is young. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, ballpark. Um, yeah, I, I I definitely think so. Even like uh, their rookie Christian, well, it's spelt Braun, but it's pronounced Brown, Brown. apparently. Um, America. He he's been he's definitely got a future. So yeah, no, I I definitely think there's potential for a dynasty. It's yeah, a, a KCP. It depends how well he ages. I think he's a big part of it. Um, keeping guys like Bruce Brown and then just yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I couldn't say what sort of percentage, but there's definitely a chance. Mm, I think you're more optimistic than us just on the fact that um, dynasties are so hard mm. to like to build. I think that was more our, like, I think we all sort of said similar thing that the Nuggets have potential to become a dynasty. It's just actually doing it like it's like a 10 year run of sustained yeah. success. I mean, you could start, they haven't been to the oh, what, the bubble, they made the Western Conference, but you really got to pick it off and when they're in the finals, I suppose. Eh? So it's sort of now and then the next eight to 10 years is going to be tough. It kind of starts now, I think. Yeah. yeah but there is one. potential. There is uh, one of the few teams where you could say, look, they've got a good core here, youngish, mm. young enough core to mm. have sustained success over. Um, I'm just going to go back uh, to... Going one... back to Jovic. Oh, yep. Jovic has played 11 minutes in these playoffs. He played in oh, game really? seven. He played 29 seconds. So he's well rested. Yeah. Good. He's ready. He's ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Now is his time. Get those itches on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Jarkel's question that we met, uh, missed at the start. We can wrap it up after this one. 
Um, this is an interesting one. Do we think fans and media are way too quick to break up teams and make it this far into the Pope? Is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> is this a Boston question? Yes, he is related to the Celtics. <laughs> okay. Everyone doesn't want Brown now, but this duo is a winning formula. Maybe it's them figuring some stuff back, new coaches, mentality, and so on. Just thing is not talked about enough about how hard it is to win one ring. So much goes into winning injuries, matchups, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, he thinks Brown and Tatum need more credit for what they've done. So especially if you follow Boston Celtics media, because they think their team is the best thing since sliced bread and then they're fucking the worst piece of shit team out there from one game to the next. Well, even in the same game. Sounds like New South Wales fans. Hey, I uh, <laughs> I always go for New South Wales, but I don't hype them up. Because um, I know Queensland are always going to be there for it. But yeah, I mean, Joe Kell, you've got to, he's, he's got a great point. I, I think the mainstream media, the talking heads. Well, is it how quick they are to shit on? Has he dropped out again? I think so. And then he had a fucking great regular season. I've seen him in. <laughs> A lot of games this season where Tatum wasn't doing anything, Jalen Brown stepped up and iced games with him. He did. Like, Miami well, work out your weaknesses and Jalen Brown just fell straight into them. The but who's, gonna, who's the guy there? It's Tatum. It's Tatum. Does, yeah, does Brown want to be the guy? The problem is, is that hmm. if you look hard enough into it, you can see that Brown is a little bit hard enough wants to be the man but he's not that one a level man that say tatum is do you think his criticism is fear on Jalen brown like i think that's what jack was saying like is like or they've made it to the eastern conference finals they've taken it to seven games they act they did fight back they did win three games in a row is now the criticism of brown because he's had a bad series which he has and a a very poor Yeah, has the criticism gone too far on guys like Brown? I mean, you could even, I mean, the Lakers don't cop it. You know, the Lakers don't cop it when, because LeBron's now retiring and the only story. I think ultimately what it comes down to is is most of the shit you hear is just assholes flapping in the winds, blowing hot air, just trying to get clicks. Uh, From a basketball standpoint, should they get more credit for what they've done? Probably not because as a Boston fan, we've become accustomed to them either being in the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals of the last five seasons. But they haven't not been in the playoffs since Brown and Tatum have been together. Yeah, since in their rookie years. Like... Is maybe a little bit of criticism could be warranted in that that they just haven't gone and finished the job. They have to be very minimal. Coaching a coach change, sure, that was like last year, and just lots of small disruptions they've had through the course of their time there. I think they've done better than what they everyone expected, but you know, in doing that, just puts a bigger bullseye on your back to be to have darts or axes or swords thrown at you when you don't start performing the way that everyone's pumped you up to be in that social realm. Well, it's also mm. the coaches that pay the price more than often it's much easier to fire a coach and you know whatever and i think 
you know, I think I hate about the NBA is that somehow coaches had get thrown before players do, and often they're not. It's the players that set that up. I think probably there's probably, I mean, as a Celtics fan, maybe true or not, I don't know, but there's probably a lot of people that still romanticize what could have been under Udoka as well when everything was kind of clicking and there was a real seemingly more cohesion between the coaching and the and the players so you know i, I think mean we certainly found you, out you look for dirt you get dirty say it all the time it's like oh yeah. point the fingers here here and here i mean we certainly found out that you know last year probably wasn't a fluke but we've certainly found that Brazil has some deficiencies in his in-game coaching particularly with the use of timeouts, not using them. You want to put it on the players, them decide it, but sometimes you just need to call a timeout, draw up a play with three variations off it, just to mess with the team. They get to set their defense, but rather than pound the buddy air out of the ball to last three seconds and rub a prayer, it's, it's high school basketball. Terribly coached high school basketball. Yeah, I, I think... Going back to the question, uh, they were sort of a victim of their own success because they were successful so early and so young, you know, making it to the, you know, making it to mm-hmm. the multiple finals and Eastern Conference finals. Like, yeah, and that's still what, what how I was saying, they're 25 and 26. Like, guys don't, even the absolute legends don't win until their late 20s. So yeah. they still have time here and... Yeah, I think some of the criticism is warranted, but some of it's just overblown too. It's too much from game to game criticism for me, rather than looking at a wider picture of why things happen. So, yeah, some amount of it's just the nature of sports too. I mean, indeed, yeah, true. You know, just the way yeah. it goes, and there's so little the between f- these teams in a, the in a lot of cases. Nature yeah. of Gen Z and late model millennials. If you're not winning, you're a loser. Instant gratification or yeah. you're Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking when you were talking about yeah. them as a um as a little timeout, so he's kind of like the anti Chris Weber. Remember the um the yeah. Michigan time? <laughs> like he's calling ones they don't have. One. He's not calling ones that they do have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think yeah, rounded off, yeah. Some of the criticism is fair. The amount yeah. is not. Um but yeah. It just yeah. really depends what Jalen wants to do at the end of the day. And certainly been some signs to post all star break that he might have one foot out the door. But I guess we'll just we'll have to wait and see. Well, I mean, I worked for um stuff for like eight years as well, and it was the if it bleeds it leads philosophy for news, right? So I mean you could take the Celtics postseason as a you know, getting smashed, valiant comeback, but unfortunately lost the seventh game. Or you can just shit all over the whole series, you know, and it's like there's there's one version that gets people clicking and then there's the other, the other version that makes people just scroll past. So I think what you're saying, JT, before is definitely right. The things that fills pages of text on sites is generally critical or, you know, drumming up emotion or polarizing views or whatever it is just to get to the point where... You know, you're kind of painting a picture that just creates a, a narrative that you can actually talk about until the next season starts. You know, so they've got stuff to write about for the next, you know, you can, hey, it was a pretty good season. We didn't quite get there. Good work, guys. Hopefully build on it for the future. Talk to you next year. Yeah. 
then say that it's like a big steaming shit. Yeah, so who's oh, going to get, are we going to trade them? What's this? Are they not getting along? What's Missoula going to do? All his assistant coaches are leaving. Is the ship sinking? Burr, 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 burr. You know, thank you, Buck. I think Boston. We're going to see all of it. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah, we're Boston too. Like of all the media guys that always going to be talked about. Yeah, it's like the Lakers and LeBron too. And the problem is a big market. It's, it's yeah, you're going to have the attention on you. So, yeah, that's sort of like being a Pistons fan sometimes. It's all good. They just go, oh, Jaden Ivey, who's he? You know, like that. <laughs> People have forgotten about Cade Cunningham and all that already. It's pretty funny. Um, I yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing those two playing alongside each other. Oh, same, man. And now with Monty there, it's going to be cool. Um, yeah, Aiden, just you can wrap it up, man. What what are your thoughts on that, on the media sort of criticism there? Oh, I mean, fucking sports media is like one of the worst things there is at the moment because it is all about getting clicks. Like you got your fucking, it's all about hyperbole. Like you know, Stephen A, Kendrick Perkins, guys like that. They'll make it. They'll make a reaction, and then two weeks later, they'll be in the exact opposite stance yeah. because something different happened. Just completely and, contrary. Yeah. No. Yeah. See Stephen A. Yeah. Smith crying about the Knicks. He did some live thing and he was just like, hey, he actually like he actually tried cried. very hard and maybe cried a little bit. Crocodile tears. Oh God. was that more of the fact that Josh Hart tweeted out asking people if anyone had tried their significance others breast milk. <laughs> I actually really like Josh Hart. So do I. <laughs> He's cool. Brunson retweets it. Delete my delete my number off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Hart, I reckon Josh Hart's a, he's been he was great for the Knicks. He was a really I'm I was pissed when we got rid of him. The fleeting moment of the time he wasn't one he was very good. He was still mm. good at the Pelicans. Yep. You know, a six five shooting guard without rebounding. He was super game. active, you know, got involved. It's like we so obviously we got rid of him. It just <laughs> wasn't fitting the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> We're a mid team struggling. Mm. What are you doing out there? Yeah. <laughs> Trying too many stuff. games. Fuck you. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, well, should we wrap it up there? Any other questions that I must have hung and covered everything there? Oh, yes. One thing we haven't touched on. What's going to happen in the Bay? In uh, San Francisco. Bobby Myers. Signing Look, it's heading to reboot. Oh, internet just went. Sorry, guys. Missed that. Aiden, what do you reckon? Yeah, it's tough with with Myers stepping down. Draymond literally spoke about how he wants to stay loyal to Myers. Um, I wonder if part of that's because he knows the Warriors aren't going to pay him the amount he wants. So, so yeah, I don't know. I think I think the look next year is going to be very different, especially because Clay wants what Clay wants a max, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't think so. he's not. He's not getting a fucking mix. What does his max, max look like? Based, you don't get a mix based off past performances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, especially at that age on those two injuries. I mean, he's sort of just sort of come into his back end of the season. Defense has dropped a slight little bit. Fifteen million dollars a year. Oh hell no, nah. No injury risk too. So yeah. they're saying Bob Myers could go to ESPN. Is that a, is that a thing? Mm, never know. 
they do it for uh, like a year and then some new opportunity comes up and yeah, he'll be know, sort taking after. my talents to wherever. Yeah, he'll definitely Clay, be sort after. Clay Thompson's on the book 43 next They just go, how, what, what can he max out at if they super max extended Odom? No, it's a percentage of that contract, isn't it? Um, so I don't know. I guess up around the 50 Very million, ugly right? at one point in the future. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking like four year 200 ish. Yeah, nuts. They're nuts. They'd be nuts if they do that. I think Myers is sort of onto it. He's like, oh, I'm getting out of here before shit hits the fan. This luxury tax bill, tax bill is just insane. And they're getting old. They do are. You know what this, if Draymond Green takes his player option next year. Don't they pay like $200 million in tax or something? That's crazy. So yeah. at the moment, if they, Green picks up his option, the exercise coming up, DiVincenzo picks up his option. 28 kicks in for Jordan Paul. They're on the books for 211. Yeah, yeah the same payroll and luxury tax is half a billion. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's insane. Insane. Yeah, they're, they're going to struggle, man. They're going to. Curry will be there to the end, I'm guessing. Lee, though. I think yeah, he is I the end. So. I think so. Yeah, he is the end. I think you got to. I don't mind if you have been a dynasty to just keep that to the bitter end. Yeah. That that's just me personally. Like they might not go on their big runs. Well, they still possibly can, but you just gotta hang on to a dude like that. He, he's like a top well, yeah, I was thinking he's might go into the top ten very soon, um, all time. Um I think if they had made they made the Western Finals at, uh, as of right now. Fucking internet's 12, going. Top 12, I'd say, yeah. Okay, so the max they can extend them for is five years, 272 million. Is that true? Yeah. That's, yeah. He's, he's currently on five for 190. Yeah, no thanks. Well, you guys do have a lot of um, cap. You don't seem... <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 not really. Nah. Jesus Christ. That'd yeah. be a tough one for the owner. <laughs> lucky he's... <laughs> yeah, lucky they're multi-billionaires. So. Yeah, it's stick with Curry to the bitter end and just what you can build around him for me and just write it out. Curry goes and plays. Yeah, I think Aiden would be agreeing. Nope. That'd be good. I'm down. Would he be happy behind Paul, you reckon? He'd have to be. <laughs> Get in the queue. <laughs> They'd be both behind Scoot. Yeah. <laughs> Might have LeVar Ball on the team by then. Um, Inspirational coach. <laughs> no worries, boys. I think we should we wrap it up there. I think my internet's dropping out and we're, uh, yeah, done a good run there. Heaps of questions. It's yeah, the it's internet cool. raging at our comment. Yeah, died kick, off there. Kick right? the hamster that's running around that cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is awful internet. Um, now, thanks, boys, for coming on for that. Cheers, Aiden, jumping on. And uh, thanks for submitting all your questions. And uh, remember the showy. I want the chocolate milk one. Uh, gallon. True test of true test of manhood. Yeah. Ice gallon, cold. Gallon <laughs> chocolate milk. <laughs>
<laughs> Caleb Martin, I'm going to go and put some money on for him to win finals MVP. Now, who's the cursed guy? That's Spadge in the group. Cody Martin? What? Yeah, Cody oh. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> who's the Let's curse? Che- I'll, I'll just check that at eBay, but I'll just to make sure I don't get the right, <laughs> the right twin. <laughs> Good news, I overpaid. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys, for jumping on. All right. Thanks Cheers, for that. Bye, internet. Night.